Welcome to Lose Lips, all the things you wanted to say but didn't know how to say it. Today's topic is, why are we so hesitant to throw Trump in jail? Now, there has been so much news about Trump recently with all of his court cases coming to the front. I believe this is unprecedented in that we have not had such a sensation since Nixon. And because Trump refuses to believe he did anything wrong and to save himself from embarrassment, he prefers to play everything out in the legal system. There is so much wrong with these scenarios that he is placing America in, but in it brings to the forefront why should he be treated differently than anyone else. Not only is he no longer president, but even if he were president, this does not give him the right or the expectation to do as he pleases and expect to get away with it. So why are we so hesitant to place Trump in jail where he belongs? Now, first, there are legal challenges. Trump and his lawyers have been fighting the charges against him in various courts, using various legal arguments and tactics to, dis to delay, dismiss, or appeal the cases. They have also claimed that the prosecutions are politically motivated, biased, or unconstitutional, and have sought to undermine the credibility and authority of the prosecutors and judges. This is purely a Trump delay tactic, which has worked in his favor for years. But because these cases are so heavily monitored and watched, these cases are not ones that will go away easily. There are also political consequences. Now, some politicians and pundits have argued that jailing Trump would be divisive, polarizing, or dangerous for the country, as it could provoke backlash, violence, or unrest from his supporters or opponents. They have also suggested that jailing Trump would be counterproductive as it could make him a martyr, a hero, or a victim in the eyes of his base and could boost his popularity or sympathy. Regardless of what some people are saying about throwing Trump in jail, he should go to jail, whether it would be unprecedented or not. We need to show the American people and the world that the democratic system not only works, but that there are not separate rules for one set of individuals as opposed to other individuals. There is also the moral dilemma. Some people and groups have expressed ethical or moral reservations about jailing Trump as they believe that it would be unfair, unjust, are hypocritical to punish him for crimes that other politicians or elites have committed or condoned. They have also advocated for forgiveness, reconciliation, or healing rather than retribution, vengeance, or punishment. Again, this would set a precedent 
and that people need to watch not only what they do, but be aware of the consequences that this could happen to you as well if you practice deceit. Now, what happens when Trump goes to jail? Not if, but when, because I truly believe that he will be going to jail. Trump will lose some of his privileges and rights as a former president, such as his pension, travel allowance, and office expenses. He will also be ineligible to run for any federal office in the future. Trump will still be entitled to lifetime protection from the Secret Service, even if he is in prison. The Secret Service is going to have to figure out how to coordinate with the prison authorities to ensure his safety and security. Trump will face legal challenges and appeals from his lawyers, who will try to overturn his conviction, reduce his sentence, or seek a pardon from the current or future president. I don't think there is a president now or in the future that would actually pardon Trump. Trump will continue to have a loyal base of supporters who will rally behind him, protest his imprisonment, or donate to his legal defense fund. He may also try to communicate with them through social media, letters, or interviews. Whether this be the case or not, I do believe in light of all of the charges that are coming down against Trump, he is losing some of his fan base. Yes, he still has followers and strong followers at that, but there are less people that are inclined to vote for Trump this time around, as opposed to the last time due to the charges. Trump is a crook, and because of these charges that have come to light, many people are now seeing this. The smart supporters are seeing this. Now, what happens if Trump is found innocent? Now, in terms of public opinion, Trump's acquittal may not change the views of many Americans who believe he is guilty or unfit for office. He may still face criticism, protest, or boycotts from his opponents. He may struggle to win back the support of some of his former allies or voters. There's also the media scrutiny. Trump's acquittal may not end the media attention or investigation into his actions or affairs. He may still be exposed to new revelations, allegations, or scandals that could damage his reputation or credibility. The problem is that Trump has been deceitful for so long that he really believes that he has not done anything wrong. Because the presidential office has placed him in more of a spotlight, investigations into his businesses and dealings have come to light, and people are now realizing that he has gotten away with a lot for years and years and has not been placed under the radar as he is now. And it is only fair that he is punished for the crimes that he has committed. There's also going to be political challenges. Now, Trump's acquittal may not guarantee his success or dominance in the Republican Party or the 2024 presidential race. 
he may still face competition, opposition, or defection from other candidates, leaders, or factions within the party, and may have to overcome legal, financial, or organizational hurdles to secure the nomination or the election. So in all of this, why is it taking so long to indict Trump? Now, there is what is called an institutional inertia. Some prosecutors and officials may have been reluctant or slow to pursue a case against Trump, fearing that it would have been seen as a partisan or personal vendetta, or that it would interfere with their other duties or goals. They may have also faced resistance, pressure, or interference from within or outside their agencies or departments. Now, it will be interesting to see what comes about with all of the challenges that Trump is facing, especially since he recently now has to pay over $80 million to Carol. I think with all of the judgments that are slated against him, it is showing Trump, if he has a brain at all, and all of the world, basically, that you can't keep committing crimes and think that you won't get caught or that you are any different than anyone else. Everyone should be treated the same. And that is what democracy is all about. If Trump is acquitted, we are saying that there are two rules for people. Think about it. If someone else was in court for these crimes, not only would the attention not be there, but would they be able to get away with as much as Trump is getting away with now? I believe the people are tired of the rich getting away with what they believe and call privilege. Privilege rights. It is not a privilege to do as you want and not pay consequences. Trump right now is acting like a spoiled two-year-old brat. He needs to start being held accountable for his actions, like the rest of us. If we don't hold him responsible now, all that he has done, you are saying that others can do and get away with the same crimes. Don't think that some attorney is not going to use United States versus Trump legal rulings in the next case when this comes up. And why shouldn't they? If he is found to be acquitted. Everyone knows what Trump did was wrong. Everyone knows that he is a criminal. Stop playing around and jail him for all that he has done. Show the American people and the world that there are not two sets of circumstances. It is the right thing to do. That's all for today. Thank you so much for listening to Lose Lips and until the next time.